1: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Talking City podcast. It is me, Conor McGilligan, your Manchester City video journalist. And we're here to discuss the Brentford game. We're here to discuss the press conference that is going to come up from Pep Guardiola today. Obviously, it is pre-Brentford, pre-Inter Milan and pre-Manchester United. We've got an exciting little excerpt from... Isaac Johnson, one of our football trends writers, at the end who's going to go through Pep's press conference and have a little bit of analysis on there. Go through the team news. Go through his score predictions for the weekend as weekend as well. And we're going to get Isaac on the podcast a little bit more, a little bit of variation on the Talking City podcast. I think is something that uh, is is always exciting. So getting people's uh, different people's perspectives. So yeah, and what do you expect from the Pep Guardiola press conference that's coming today, everybody? Probably a lot of questions on Vinicius. Obviously the, the the You know, La Liga and and the racism that he's been experiencing in the past week or so, which has been global when it comes to news. It's going to be interesting to hear what Pep Guardiola says about the disconnect when it comes to the players. Because obviously they're playing this Brentford game, and then post the Brentford game, they've got a little bit of time between the Inter Milan game and the Manchester United game. I mean, what are they going to do within that period? Is it a case of chilling out with your family? Is it a case of going and playing golf? You know, enjoying the sunshine, which you don't normally see in Manchester, or is it a case of being you know training militantly, you know, and and meticulously? It's going to be fascinating to hear what Pep says and and this will probably give you an insight into the mind of Pep Guardiola as well. Is it going to be incessant? Is it going to be him, you know, wanting to really drill methods into his players and different game plans into his players? Or is he going to let them just, you know, that old school mentality of, of go away and and really like, you know, have, have your time off? Because I think it is important at this moment in time. And it's not really time off, is it? It's going to be, you know, the best part of like two to three, maybe four to five days, but... That disconnect, I think, is huge in, in football, and I think Pep's uttered that before. The, the you know he's referenced it being very, very important. So I think that's something he learned when he was at Barcelona to not to not always be on the case and to let them go toward the end. and And I think that's where he saw the best results when you know they were in and they were they were brilliant in training and the tactical insight was there. But you know we'd also let them have their own time, so that's going to be interesting to hear. And of course, you know Brentford have only lost one game at home this season, so it's going to be a very, very tough affair. And, and Peps a massive admirer of Thomas Frank. Um, he's speaking about Deserbi this week, but but let's 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 bring it back down to earth. And Thomas Frank's Brentford went to Man City, the Etihad, and beat them. Um, earlier on uh, before the World Cup break and that was one of City's, uh, I think that was City's last defeat at home. So yeah, uh, massive respect there for Thomas Frank. Guys, we're going to pass you over to the master now and then we're going to hear from Isaac a little bit later on. I'll catch you in a bit.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're well. Normal
1: process with Mike's on inside of the room. We'll set an embargo part way through for 10.30pm
2: on Saturday evening. Um, we can start
1: with Ian, yeah. Hello, Pep. Mm. How are your players doing? Uh, you had a lot missing for the game at Brighton. Will you have all of them back? What, what's the situation?
2: It's getting better, some of them. We'll see tomorrow training in the afternoon we'll decide uh, how they feel for the last game because we need to to keep our our rhythm as best as possible before the long weeks to prepare the finals.
1: Anyone definitely out?
2: No. Today, no. But some of them still they are not half half. So we'll see tomorrow.
1: In terms of this final game, what do you need from it? What do, what do you want to see from your players to to end the season? Well, no, first
2: season? is Brentford. Like uh, they lost just one game at home, so they make an incredibly impressive season again. Uh, it's so difficult to, to play against for what, uh, what they do, they do brilliantly. And after we have time to disconnect, to don't see each other for a while two days, two days and a half and after prepare uh, United first and after Inter.
1: Thank you. <sighs> Hi, Beth. Uh, Sandy from Sky Sports. Um, how much is this Brentford game potentially an audition for some of the players that? Haven't been making the starting 11 to maybe show they can make the final. We've seen how you rotated the side against Chelsea, for example. No,
2: no, no. I'm going to play the game as serious as possible. we see. It depends on the, how the players feel in terms of uh, conditions, because, of course, we don't want to take a risk. But if the players are available, we take the, the team to, to win the game. And
1: um, I don't know if you've had a chance to speak about this publicly, but big news in Spain this week has been around Vinicius Jr. You know, after your time in La Liga, especially, you know, what are your reflections on what's going on there? Maybe what can La Liga learn from, say, the Premier League, for example?
2: They should. Here they are. So, so strict. But uh, they know what they have to do, and of course, the racism is a problem in and everywhere, and not specific in one specific place, and everywhere we are. I would say, but educated thinking that you are better than our neighbors. So we are better than the other one, what uh, we, everyone we come from for all generations for everywhere. So our ancestors or our own people come from migrants, come from, from wars, from dictatorships that you have to move on in our countries. And after, you know, we build the families there and after you come back where you were born and the society is like that, but, uh, the problem is racism is in everywhere, but not just for the gender or for the color, for the attitudes. Like, uh, we believe that uh, our country is better than the other one, our language is better than the other ones, and, and as much you fly, as much you, you know, you are in a board, you are in other countries, you realize we are the same, with the same fears, with the same good things. It's just a question to accept the diversity like a strength as a a human being, and still right now we are far, far away from that, really far away from that. But uh, hopefully it can be one step to to getting better in Spain, but I'm not really optimistic, knowing a little bit the country, I'm not really optimistic.
1: Hi Pep, sorry to bring you back to football after that. But um, with two finals coming, this game being basically meaningless. What do you expect from your players in this upcoming game with Brentford?
2: I know meaningless in terms of the points but uh, the way we play in Brighton doesn't mean that. So I know from my experience in the past and even now when you win the title, the people forget to do what they have to do and still we did it. And uh, Brighton helped us to maintain this level and hopefully Brentford helped us to maintain this this rhythm uh, to play the finals, we need that. but of course, it's important to arrive right? in the last week before the finals, the people fit and ready. And the Brentford game will be completely different, I would say. Brighton in the terms with both teams play, but in the same time, in terms of, of we sustain the demanding effort, they will demand to us, they push us to us, it will be so difficult.
1: And being from Italy and speaking about the finals, I need to ask you if you had the chance to watch Inter Milan winning their uh, Italian Cup final against Fiorentina <laughs> the other day.
2: I would say I saw a little bit last uh, week, but uh, not this week because before I have United, I'm more focused on right now in United than yesterday. So the game against Chelsea and review a little bit, start to review a little bit what they have done. and was in the game in Old Trafford and and yeah, just prepared that game, especially knowing the which players that we will have to our disposal.
1: Hi Pep, um, you said you were going to give the players a couple of days off after Sunday, with two such huge games, mm. two such huge finals coming up. How important is it for them to mentally disengage and physically rest, and is that possible for them, with? You know, two such huge games on the horizon?
2: From my experience, the best way to play the finals, important ones, is be disconnected as much as possible. So, before when I start, you know I have to prepare the final, I have to make a, a lot of videos, a lot of motivational issues, is completely opposite. I think you have to play like a... a re, as much we play like a regular Premier League game, we'll be closer to playing our best level. So that's why, because... We have played the last month just one game a week. Maybe we will not give two days off or two days off. But in that moment, we need to disconnect. Even for our f- physios and doctors and cookers, And they work incredibly hard this period. So They don't have time. They are here 10 hours working with the players to be fit and recover this stressful period that we had. Always is normal when you play for the... Win all the titles, you are so demanding. So that's why, go with your families. If the weather is shine, go to play golf, walk, and do whatever you want. And prepare, go to the quality to prepare the finals. Not as much you train in that period will be better. You have to train few, but exactly what we need to arrive in the best conditions for for the finals.
1: And uh, can you switch off as well? For those two days, can you get away from it or will your mind be constant? I go with my family, definitely. And just forget about football?
2: No, no, I will not forget. But as much as I'm not with the players here, I'm disconnected. The players always have the menu to be ready. So, family time and good restaurants. and No. No. My back don't allow me. Um, have you had players knocking on your door yet trying to tell you why they should start those two finals? Sorry? Have you had players coming to knock on your door telling you why they should start those two finals yet? Yeah, yeah, they will come, but not yet. Do you, do you have your teams for those two games in mind, or is there still room for, for changes? Yet? No, I have a big idea. So, United play completely different than Inter Milan, and Inter Milan play differently than United. So. And we have to defend and attack differently. So, in some players, are just better, that better. But uh, it's Brentford, what mm-hmm. they have to do, and after we we'll see on oh, Wednesday, will we join us together again, okay, how many players I have, how they are fit, Would they are not fit, they are out for the first final, and yeah, prepared, because after, after see yesterday United, um, So, I was really impressed in the past, of course, now, how good they are and I have to be careful. Very careful. I I will be careful anyway, but after yesterday and and the games they have done recently, we're going to prepare as possible the final in the FA Cup.
0: Pep, if I can (coughs) come back to Vinicius, how, how impressed are you with his strength to fight back to people that are attacking him, including
2: La Liga president? There are a lot a lot a lot a lot black people that uh, making a step forward to defend what they should not defend you know to be <laughs> to be there hopefully hopefully the justice can help to do it, but in the same time, let me to be is going to change anything in in Spain.
1: Disconnecting
2: you know, the players disconnecting
1: you disconnect as well. Do you find it easier now at this stage of your career than you did at the start of your managerial career mm. to kind of just
2: unwind Yeah, when you have been a few times in that position you know you handle it better. You know, when whatever you do is fine, as much you you know, you win the games and you win the finals. If I had ten days holidays and we win, that is what you have to do. And all the people say, "Yeah, to win the final, you have to do that." And you train in ten days, morning, and afternoon, and night, and you win. This is what you have to do. So, at the end, the final result. But I think now is question of be relaxing your mind as much as possible. Know exactly what you have to do to beat them and maintain our the moment of the game. Maintain, and that's why Brighton and Brentford is going to help us to to maintain the level it's not about yesterday training it's not tomorrow training session We will spend half an hour 45 40 minutes on the beach no more than that and the energy the energy on the beach in the day of the game and as much you are relaxed as much you have fun as much you laugh as much you make jokes as much you go there to just play a football game we will be closer to to achieve what we want to achieve Pep, we saw you with a speaking role in Ted Lasso, the TV oh, yeah. show this week. I just wonder how you enjoyed that experience, what you learned from it. Is that a future career, possibly, if you manage Yeah, Ted Lasso needs a figure like me to make a show better, so that they'll have success. <laughs> As a family, we're a big, big fan. So my little daughter, Valentina, and my wife, we enjoy a lot to to watch in the show, we are a big fan, especially the first season, and when, yeah, they come and offer me to make a cameo, cameo is the yeah. word? Uh, cameo there in Etihad, I said, uh, yeah, I and I could meet, you know, the actors, and after the game here in Etihad against, uh, I don't remember, the one of the last games we played here, they came, you know, and we talk again, and yeah, it was nice, it was nice. And on a serious note, does does the fact that a big Hollywood production like that wants to be involved with a club like City. Does that kind of show how City has risen over the last few years? That you know, an, an American TV company yeah, of kind course. of wants to do that. We are so proud, honestly. We are so proud to you know to come to to make and make <laughs> in all around the world, Man City, who we are. Yeah, this is a step, little step that show how the club works in the in the past. Yeah.
1: Hi, Pep. You've spoken about keeping the momentum up. Have you seen that from the players as, as well? Have they yeah. sort of put the They, are, re- they, they
2: are ready. Yeah. I see many details how they come up in the day off to make a treatment, how many hours they are still here to make the treatments and recovery time to go there, how players are injured, a little bit injured, are concerned, maybe they cannot play the FA Cup final and Champions League final. When you see that, you don't have to say anything and tell anything and do anything. It's just, okay, prepare the finals like we prepare every single game. We aren't going to change any routine about that. And, and after the artists they are, so they have to try to, to beat them.
1: So they'll be taking Brentford as seriously as, as you are? Sorry? They'll be taking Brentford as seriously as you
2: are. They, they, they know, everybody knows that the position. So The, the position that we are comes rarely. Once in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime, so not much open and arrive, you know, being champion, Premier League against three games before the end and play two finals, so don't come every season. So once we are there, you have to, first of all, relax and enjoy it and do your best, because no one can assure you we'll be back or we'll be here in that position again.
1: No, Alex, yeah. Hi, but, um, obviously, we saw this morning that uh, Scott Carson has no. signed the new one-year contract. Um, obviously, he doesn't really play, but could you tell us how important he is sort of behind the scenes in the squad? What kind of role does he play?
2: With Chicky we spoke this morning and he will retire us. He's 37 years old, I think, so 36 he will retire. So, yeah, more than welcome, he deserves it. He's an important figure for us.
1: But, um, is that Edison and Ortega, if they like learn anything from him?
2: We learn from everyone. So he's a guy when he talks, everybody listen. He make help us to make a quality training sessions, especially the day after the game. He teaches and helps with his experience for the young lads and you need see the team figures an important person. So we could have an incredible three keeper, a young one or you know. But the third keeper has to be, if you need him, for hopefully cannot happen for different circumstances, we have him, and especially in the locker room with the staff, backroom staff staff. You cannot imagine how important Stefan. I'm, we are very pleased. We are very pleased to have him.
0: Yep, great to hear from Pep there in his final pre-match Premier League press conference of the season. All of the Ps there. Um, in terms of team news, injury news, he's quite ambiguous, wasn't he? Um, because he has to be. There's a number of players who face late fitness tests and they're all key players as well. So we've got Nathan Ake, I'm Eric Laporte, Manuel Kanji, Ruben Diaz and Jack Grealish, who are all doubts. Um, now, Phil Foden... We saw him in training on Thursday, so we presume he will be involved against Brentford this weekend. And John Stones too. He was only taken off, we understand, from um, against Brighton in in midweek because of a precaution, because of all those um, defensive injuries. In terms of the rest of the press conference, um, Pep was asked about the horrific racial abuse suffered by Vinicius Junior and he rightly condemned it and said, you know, Spain have got to do better. In terms of the rest of the press conference, um, there was a lot of chat about the treble and the finals. Um, in terms of approaching the finals, he said he, he, he'd he looked at Inter Milan a little bit, but he'd mostly looked at United, who played on Thursday um, against Chelsea, the one one Now, United might possibly, or probably, will be without winger Anthony for that, which will come into... Pep Guardiola's planning, uh, because he suffered a a nasty-looking injury after half an hour in that game. So, that could impact his plans, but um, he was very keen, Pep, to underline that he wants his players to be in the right mental capacity going into probably the most stressful period of their careers, but also the most exciting careers, and he he, he wanted to underline that. He wanted to say, I want my players to enjoy this because... The treble opportunity only comes around once in a lifetime, and uh, he wants his players to be in the right mental space, of course. And he said whether that's going out with family, out in the sun, or, or playing golf, he said he wants uh, them to to shut off from it, essentially, all, all the talk until the actual, until the actual games. Uh, talking about winding down, actually, he was asked about Ted Lasso. I'm sure you've all seen his cameo uh, this week of, of him in the TV program. Um, he said he's a massive fan of the show. His family a massive fan of the show, and so when the opportunity came up, he was yes, he was like yes, let me do it. And he said it was it was great. Um, it was great to meet the actors, uh, but he also said it was good for the Manchester City brand um, and, and, and in terms of globally the the, the global uh, footprint for Manchester City and how it can they can build on their past and and become an elite force and it all helps with that. Uh, And finally, uh, he spoke about Scott Carson. Now he was given a new 12-month deal uh, (laughs) earlier today. He's only played twice in the four years he's been here, but Guardiola underlined the massive impact he has. He's 37 and he's had a lot of experience, so he he underlined the impact and you can imagine in the the dressing room, he... um, his leadership and his experience he can hone into all of the players young and, and the more mature as City go for this treble of course Scott Carson himself has actually won the Champions League before with with Liverpool so he does have that experience Um, albeit he was on the bench but <laughs> still it's still a medal and he can still use that and of course a lot of them City players will want to make up for the loss in the final in 2021 and so all of that but but Guardiola was very keen for 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 his players to remain obviously in a good mental state uh, but but not concentrate too much on it uh, ahead of you know the biggest probably two weeks of their careers for most of them if not all of them now in terms of the lineup as i said before um there's a lot of injuries so we don't know really who is available in terms of the whole squad, so we can only go off who we know are available. Um, We do, like we say, we do think Foden will be in and we think Stones will be in, so there's two. If we presume the rest are injured, then we could see Rodri drop back, possibly, into a back three. Now, he did play centre-back against Brighton because of the defensive frailties that were there, and he could do so again. in the terms of switching around, uh, we could see uh, Julian Alvarez come in. He's played the secondary striker, attacking striker, uh, midfielder role a number of times this season, um, memorably sc- scoring against Fulham from that position. Um, and so he could come back into that position. We could see Phillips start alongside Gundogan coming back uh, for t- for the low defensive block, basically to, to help the defense. And then perhaps Mahrez start on the right because that means Silva will be benched, but he could come on for either as a midfielder or wide player, whoever, um, later on in the game, which will help tired legs, but also bolster his, his fitness ahead of the two finals as well. Uh, so in terms of a score, Brentford won't be with, uh, or they won't have Ivan Toney available due to his betting ban, um, which is a massive blow for them. Uh, in terms of their attacking threat, but we, you know, the, we must give Brentford credit for their season. They've had a terrific season again. There's no second season syndrome for them, um, and I think it'll be a narrow game. I do think City will win, but I think it'll be a narrow game. So I am going for one 0 and let's see if Haaland can cap off his record-breaking Premier League season with another goal. <laughs>